This is episode 110 of the Rise Up Podcast. We're a morning radio show hosted by Steve and Tim on Family Life, a network of stations across New York and Pennsylvania. This podcast is a weekly conversation designed to help you think and laugh and keep your eyes on Jesus. If you haven't already, subscribe today so you don't miss a single episode. And find out more about our show at familylife.org. Coffee? Check. Music? Check. Fun and encouragement? Check and check. It's Rise Up with Steve and Tim on Family Life. I think this time of year, and maybe I'm just speaking for myself, but I don't think I am because I hear it from other people as well. Here it is this time of year, and it's not quite the springtime yet where we live in, in the Family Life listening area. Of course, you could be listening anywhere. But oh. as, as the winter turns to spring, there's many people who were looking forward to the warmer weather and the spring and all that comes with that and the the brightness and the colors after a seemingly dull-looking winter. Uh, And I think, well, I know in my case that sometimes I look forward to that so much that that it can get me down. Mm. It can get me down if I'm looking forward to something that's not there yet. So it helps me when I feel down to say, okay, let's see. Wait a minute. God has something for me today? In the middle of, a, let's say it's a cold, rainy, blustery day or a cloudy day or whatever day it is that I'm looking forward so much to what's ahead that God has something for me and for you right here today. I mean, the Lord made today. We're supposed to rejoice and be glad in it. And that could be the same thing as if you take it smaller you're driving somewhere or going somewhere and you have an appointment and you go and you're so focused on driving there. Maybe God has something for you on the street that maybe you're walking past wow. somebody who needs your help. And and uh, I just think, I know for me that sometimes I look forward to something so much because I'm feeling down, looking forward to the better weather. And what am I going to do for the next two weeks, four weeks, six right. weeks until it gets there? And you've missed something. You're so stuck in yourself that that's the problem. You're stuck in yourself. We're supposed to honor God first and love your neighbor. And let's do something for someone else. Not only will it pick up their day, I think you'll notice that it picks up your day as well. For sure. For sure. And God only ever lets us live in the present. We Mm -hmm. don't get to rewind the clock. Right. We don't get to fast forward the clock. He lets us all live at one second per second in only that second all the time. That's all we get. Now, what occurs to me is like there is a good way to, I'll use the word, anticipate mm-hmm. things as a Christian. Right. I mean, after all, we know in the Bible our our great hope is anticipating our eternity with Christ. Never to the neglect of the moment living with Christ and showing him right now. But yeah, I mean, the people who wrote the Bible, they were looking forward to Jesus coming back. Absolutely. And saying, yeah, we've got this life here on earth. And boy, it is tough. And we're at the grind every day. But our hope, you know, hope is often a thing that looks forward to a future reality. So there's got to be a good way to anticipate things. I'm thinking, real small example here, Mm -hmm. one of my absolute favorite things to anticipate. So say you just finish a great meal with friends, you know, you're at a friend's house, great meal, everybody's maybe in the living room afterwards, then your host comes out and says, all right, how many am I making coffee for? That for me, that I'm, I'm like so anticipating at that moment. I don't want them to just come out with coffee after the meal. I want to know, oh, coffee's coming. I get to have this good conversation, be present in the moment and look forward to what's coming. And maybe that's like a little tiny little image of, of how to do some of what we do in life. We know something really great might be coming. And that's great. Let's get excited about that. 
But let's not let it take us away from that good chat, that good conversation, that good moment we can be present in right now. And you know what? That excitement about the future, that gets to be part of what changes how we live right now, too. And noticing those people, Steve, and those conversations and not missing those things that God has in front of us right now. That's at least one way I'm, I'm trying to think of it. I heard something from the pulpit months ago that stuck with me a little saying that said, uh, and it's so true, your situation is your assignment. Oh, that's good. In that, every situation is not good. You'll have good situations, you'll have bad situations. We all do. And again, the what to your point of like looking forward to something, sometimes that's really helpful while not ignoring what's right in front of you. And uh, your situation is your assignment was no better displayed to me than a, a good friend of mine who recently went to be with Jesus. Mm. And uh, he had a brain tumor that was diagnosed 10 years ago, but as uh, as it got closer and closer to the end, and actually from several years before, his situation, which he admitted wasn't a good situation, he was sure, I don't want to have this, but his assignment was to tell people that hope of looking forward to Jesus. Wow. He would say to everybody that he came in contact with over the last few years, it's like, you know, we all have different times on this earth. Some will be little, some will be longer, but guess what? He was so excited about, he goes, this, sure, I'd like to live longer, but that's not the situation. The situation is this, but I get to be with Jesus forever. Wow. I mean, forever and ever. Yeah. So that's the part of like looking forward. That is great. Mm -hmm. While not ignoring your situation at the current moment. And uh, I learned from that. And I think we can all learn from that. Yeah. Your situation, good, bad. God put you in a place for a purpose. So let's send that message to other people that, no matter what their situation is, they have to look forward to eternity with Jesus. Mm. I'll be with Jesus forever. Man, and Steve, what I love about that, the example of your friend is, like I think of the phrase people use as a put down sometimes, mm -hmm. oh, you're so heavenly minded, you're no earthly good. Mm -hmm. uh, and and there's a, I, I know what they mean by that, but that's somebody, your friend was somebody who's so heavenly minded he was living in the present in his best earthly good mm. to let your knowledge, the sure hope of your future in Christ, doesn't make you forget the present. No, it's the exact opposite. You become as present as you possibly can be because every moment matters for eternity. Reminding you that God is in charge today and every day. It's Rise Up with Steve and Tim on Family Life. What does March make you think of? Okay, I, I, I'd say for me, it's making, well, at least one of them, makes me remember the green shake that, ah, that folks one. either love to love or that love one. to hate. Hey, good morning. Who's this? Hi, my name's Teresa from Binghamton, New York. St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Yay! Day! Yay! That's, that's the one for me too, Teresa. <laughs> I love St. Patrick's Day. I'm Irish. I don't drink or nothing, but I do have a kitten that was born on St. Patrick's Day. So. Aw, what's the kitten's name? Leprechaun. Wow. What else would it be? Exactly. <laughs> how silly of us to ask. She used to run all the litter, so she was very small, and that's how she got her name. Oh, oh that's, that's cute. cute. It's not a green cat, is it, by any chance? <laughs> I thought about turning her green, but now she's not green. <laughs> yes. Very good, probably. Yeah, <laughs> yum, right. yum. Cat appreciates it. You guys have a good day, and God bless you both. Thank mm, you so too. much. March 1st. Lep oh, wait a minute. Another phone call. Hi. Is, oh. this, is this Leprechaun the cat? I'm not a cat. Oh, okay. Well, that answers that question. Somebody else. <laughs> If you're looking for fun, hope, and encouragement, you've come to the right place. This is Rise Up with Steve and Tim on Family Life. 
The Bible doesn't give him a name, but church history calls him Dismas. Dismas was the guy whose life wouldn't justify him before God. Like, he didn't have the best past to show for himself at the gates of heaven. He had the only thing that mattered, though, because you see, Jesus wasn't crucified alone. But the difference between our Lord and Savior and the other two men on crosses that day was that they were actually guilty. In his last moments, Dismas on the cross hmm. next to Jesus, he trusted him as his only source of salvation. All that he had to give God were the last few hours of his life. And I've got to wonder how many, encouraged by that example, have done the same thing over the last 2,000 years. Because it's never about us and our ability. It's just that name. Always. Only. Jesus. You don't have to be a morning person to join us. Actually, you don't even have to be a person. It's Rise Up with Steve and Tim on Family Life. Things can be uh, normal inside church. <laughs> but if you did the same thing that you do at church, if you did it outside the walls, it would seem a little strange. started with <laughs> my daughter telling me that uh, one of the things is like just picking up a stranger's kid and taking him into a room for about an hour. Oh, yeah. If you don't yeah. work at a church nursery, that, right. that would be a little odd outside of church. Kelly in Nescahoning, Pennsylvania, mm -hmm. she says she's a greeter at her church, but if she just, say, stood outside of, like, a Walmart, she said, <laughs> just, said to people, hey, I'm glad you're here today. Thanks for coming by. <laughs> that might be a little yeah. odd outside of church. I love it. How about you? Uh, what's your name? Uh, Mike from Altmar, New York. Well, holding hands with other men. Wow, look at that. Yeah, when you're praying or something like that's that. That's true. Especially when you're, that's right. Especially when you're playing in a circle or just together and, you know, and you're holding hands with uh, the same gender. It could be men or women, but... That's true. Um, Isn't that's that true. just beautiful, though? Yeah. Like that kind of community in church? I love that. Yep. It's Jim and Marathon. So what's kind of normal in church? We kind of weird outside the church building. I'm thinking like... David dancing in front of the altar, you know, and people like raise their hands in church when it's going get sick and worship and all that stuff. That might be a little weird. You know, you're picking up like a box of honey crisp in the cereal aisle at the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> Dancing with all your might, like David before General Mills. Yeah, that would be, that would maybe, maybe in another context, and yeah. You, and you just explain, hey, I love Honeycrisp. I love Honeycrisp. Right, and I'm just, right. I'm dancing and raising my hands. It's and, the joy of the Lord. What's wrong with that? <laughs> May the blessings of the Lord be with you in all that you do today. This is Rise Up on Family Life.